0: Hey, everybody. Ray Brem here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book beyond royalties. The book Profit Secrets with Ray Brem starts now. Hey, everybody. Ray Brem here. Welcome back to another amazing session. I am with Eric Vander Hope, who is a three-time international number one international bestselling author. He's a book publishing shepherd and a book launch strategist. And his experience in digital and print publishing began in the late 90s, probably before many of you were born. And I've helped, and he's helped literally thousands of struggling content creators navigate the often confusing publishing process and shorten the time it takes to become a published author. Eric, welcome aboard.
1: Thank you for having me on, Ray. I really uh, can't wait to share what I can with your audience. It's very and, you know,
0: we're, so we're on this whole topic of platforms and authority and visibility and influence. And, you know, you've got these seven steps to developing an effective author platform. So obviously you're shooing to talk about this. I'm just going to go through the steps real quick because I know we're going to focus in on a couple, but, you know, this, the seven steps are, these are, you provided me ahead of time and I like <laughs> to talk. So before I relinquish the stage, I'm going to list them all, but define and develop your message is one. Create valuable content you're willing to give away for free is number two. Three is connect, interact, and engage with your tribe, which you are a master. of. we're going to cover those two and three in more detail here in a second. Build and nurture your list. Critical too. you you're going to hear multiple bits on this com- topic throughout the summit because uh, email list is critical. Grow in your influence by learning what folks want and then deliver it. That's number five. So that's kind of like the ask method, listening to people. Publish your bestseller is number six, and expand your reach and profit is number seven. And I know you, you know, you wanted to focus on a couple of those. So let's let's. What, what do you think are the most couple of most important ones we should focus on today?
1: Yeah, uh, great question. Um, first of all, platform. Obviously, it's that P word, um, and when authors hear this word, they start freaking out <laughs> because, and honestly. Traditionally, this is what traditional publishers have always looked for, is for authors who have a platform because they, they want to depend on an audience, right? So they're going to be selling. So, yeah, so traditional publishers are looking for a platform, but it really makes no difference with someone who wants to self-publish. They need a platform as well. Now, obviously, there are folks that teach um, folks how to, to publish a book without a platform. You definitely can do that. But having a platform makes it so much easier so that you, when you do launch your book, it's not like, um, it doesn't like fizzle out the moment you release your book. You wanna have high impact, you wanna have a lot of people that are chomping at the bit, so to speak, because you've been putting a lot of momentum and in, in building the buzz for this book. So by doing that, there's, there's these different steps that you need to do in order to create this platform. And so as someone who's really put uh, the definition of what a platform is, I want to really kind of uh, point that out. It's a really good definition. Hold on a second. I will get that.
0: I just read it myself as well. So let me look here. Yeah, it's, it's, probably, it's probably my Michael Hyatt, right? So Okay, it's Michael, up a little yeah. above number one. Yep. Yep. Oh, so, Christina Katz, I think.
1: Yeah, there's a couple definitions. I'll go with Michael Hyatt. Yeah, okay. so he says basically, very simply, a platform is the thing that you have to stand on to stand on to get hurt. It's your stitch. But unlike a stage in a theater, today's platform is built of people, contacts, connections, followers. So that's kind of like it in a nutshell. Well, there's different variations of what a platform is, but technically that's what it is in as few words possible. So what's, what's really important here on some of the steps? Um, I feel that obviously all these steps are important, but there's no way that we're going to be able to talk about all these steps in the time that we have. So I'd like to, to talk about two or three points. So. Create valuable content you're willing to give away for free. I think that's very important. Connect, interact, and engage with your tribe. That's sure. that's also very important. You know what? I want to say they're all important. Because I want to say nurture your list is another one, but another one is greater influence or learning what folks want. So those are the main ones. we can going it. What do you think? Well, yeah. I, you know,
0: I like the two that you first mentioned because you're so good at them. Like, for instance, you. that's how I met you. I mean, you're in this group, multiple groups, that we were in the same groups, and I just saw you, you spent all this time, and in your case, you know, the content you're giving away for free was like interactive content, and that fits in with number two, you're interacting with people with no hidden agenda or anything, just saying, no, that's not right, you've got to, here's how you do the paperback, paperback distribution, all that. I mean, I watched, I'm like, how does, in fact, I think some of our very first conversations were like, I have no idea how you have the time. To respond in all these groups like you do, but you perfected that. And now, you know, I think, I think I'm on your email list, I'm pretty sure, right? But uh, you don't even send that many emails, but you've still got this big voice where if you say, Hey, come to this summit or something like that, people come. And also, when you speak on something, you know, it's the just the authenticity. I always get feedback on your interviews because people, you know, see how much you want to help people. So, Right. That's what's why I like those two, the number two and three on the list.
1: Yeah, and you brought up some good points. And I think that's exactly what part of building a platform in is, is is being as authentic as possible, but then not having, let's say, like um what how do I say it? Like like you're obviously doing something for something else. You, you want to do something to obviously make an impact on people, but in a way that's unselfish. Right. And it's gonna it's gonna come back. And honestly, I'm telling you. I'll guarantee you it's going to come back to you. If you really are there to help people, and it's not all about money, obviously money is important in our lives, but in order to to create a platform that's authentic, you want to obviously do something that you enjoy and have a passion for, right? And then that builds off. And and when people uh, talk to you and converse with you and you're engaged with them, it comes off as literally like, wow, right? So lots of people don't resonate with some people, right? But if they really get an understanding that they're, that you are there to help them, and that there's no ulterior method that, um, b- b- behind it, then it's it pays. It honestly it pays off. Now, obviously, I've been doing this a long time, and so that's why I say too, if if, it's, it's, if you're thinking about publishing a book and and marketing a book, the publishing a book doesn't it, it's it should be a one-off thing. Especially the marketing and platform. Platform is always something that you continually build. Same thing with marketing. It's kind of part of what marketing is. You're getting out there. You're engaging with your audience and you're getting out there and you're creating um, you know, uh, influence uh, with others, or you're reaching out to influencers and you're growing your platform. So all these things are happening organically. And you know, a lot of people think that, oh, I published my book, I don't have to market anymore. That's unfortunately not how it works. The minute you start or you stop marketing or start putting yourself, you stop putting yourself out there as much as you used to, then you're not going to be out there, right? People aren't going to be seeing you. So your marketing or, or your sales are actually, they're going to it's going to go down. So marketing is an ongoing thing. People have to think of it as, you know, as this, there's this phrase we we'll use all the time. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So it's, not, it's not a destination, it's a journey, right? So when you have to really think in terms of what else can I, how can I add value to people, right? To make an impact on them. And then at that, and thinking that being in that mindset, you have to just, it it's it honestly becomes something where it's not like the what's a salesy marketing. It's like if you're trying to help someone and they have impact on them, it's it becomes how am I helping you? And that's a different type of marketing. So it becomes a, a more fun marketing because it's you're showing them how it's gonna help that. Yeah, whatever whatever your story is, whatever the self-help book it is that you're doing, that's what's gonna come out when you when you talk to others. So when I'm in the groups of forums, so they used to do this a lot more than I have time now available, but I was in these groups just offering as much help as I could. And, and if there were articles that I wrote, then I'd point them to an article because a lot of, of what I've explained, if this, you know, I, I could end up doing paragraphs and paragraphs in the post, I'll just say, hey, here's some great whatever, and then a post, an article to you, or a link to a post that I create. And there's nothing set being sold at that post or that article. So you just give as much as you can. And that's really just, I think, a really big part of platform building.
0: You know, I mean, why that resonates with me is when I was first getting to know you and it was through those, through those groups and, and you were somebody that was answering like every question, like any question somebody came up with, you always answered on every single I'm Like I'm scrolling through, I'm like, how's he doing that? But one of the things I noticed was, like, I don't think he sells any. I think he's just here to help. The more I got to know you, I'm like, you, you know, you do help people self-publish and do things, but I never got the impression. And like you said, you would link, Say, like, look, here's, I explained it all in this post. And you go to the post and it's just like, there's no click here to learn more or anything at the bottom. I mean, it was just like, there's the information, go with it. And yet, then when I learned that, yeah, you help people and, and, you know, you've got clients and, and so forth, it's like, wow, you know, it kind of goes against every <laughs> sales class you ever take because you don't ask for the sale, but you get people, you're, you're like in the kind of the dream situation where the people you're working with, they're like, asking you to to let them, you know, hire you. At least that's the impression I get. But that's because of your providing that free content and connecting and interacting. But the other thing it does, and let's cause let's flip to the side of visibility, influence, authority type of realm, that they have the exact same impact. By doing those two things, it it took care of that side of the, you know, platform if you will. Is, you know, I'm looking at stuff saying, okay, clearly Eric's the most knowledgeable person in these groups. And I'm saying this from the standpoint of, like, I didn't know you yet, personally, and you were also the most visible, you had the most authority, and the most influence. So if you said something, people are like, oh, okay. And the the flip side is, me having a certain level of knowledge, I also knew who the, the pretenders were, I guess you could say, because there was people, as you know, and we, once we got to know each other, we'd comment on it, it was like peddling incorrect inf- information, or they read something, and then they, somewhere, and they, they post it as gospel when it was really like that's, that's not right.
1: Yeah, but, that's unfortunate, and it's banned to happen in groups. Um, and that's where I try to be, uh, what's the word? Um, diplomatic? Diplomatic as possible, right? Because sure I don't want to be an idiot. idiot. No, right. Right. you're set I'll, chop, uh, you know, I'll just uh, chop you down, but no, it's, um, there are times where people feel that they, they have it down, but they've, let's say they've only published one or two times. Now I've literally published over seven hundred books directly uh, for folks, for clients, and easily over a thousand books indirectly. So I've seen the process multiple times, and so it's easy for someone to come in and say, and I mean, it's you know what? It's actually it's not a bad thing because it's natural. People want to help, right? Unfortunately, when people want to help, sometimes they're giving the wrong information, and then someone else who might be new to the space. Repeats that to someone else, and so what happens is the wrong information uh, gets out, and that and that happens unfortunately a lot. And so that's why I was at least at one point I was in some a lot of these groups for periods, long periods of time, and I was just helping kind of shepherd people through, and and now this is the way it is here, and this is the way it is here, and that obviously when other people um uh, see that and it's and it's constant and consistent, then that obviously helps them in their eyes create the influencer, right. Um, or if someone of authority use, who knows what they're talking about, they're an expert at something. Some people, like for example, they're, let's say they're, they're, they're new in the space and they, they want to reach out to an influencer. So, how, how do they reach out to influencers, right? That's a great question because there's lots of noise out there. How does this person, this influencer, this expert that you want to reach out to and you look up to, how, how, do you, how do you do that? So, there's lots of different ways. And the first thing that you want to do is you don't want to reach out to people. Thinking for the first thing, I want something from them, right? You want something in return. You got to get totally out of that mindset. You want to basically just think of, I want to be friends with them because I just want to be friends with them, honestly. And when you you get that into that mindset, that as you develop a relationship and you engage with them, and you and you and let's say you, you comment on their blogs or you comment on their podcasts or whatever, that's going to help the, the building of the friendship. And as that friendship grows strong. Then sooner or later, there's going to be discussion between the two of you about, hey, how can I help you do this? And then that's where you can join venture or collaborate or any of those other things.
0: It's it's interesting because being on the other side of it and on occasion, you can <laughs> see, like, it's pretty darn clear, right? If somebody's like, hey, want to chat, you know, and, and you can, it becomes pretty clear the more often you get asked who's trying to, you know, just use you for whatever <laughs> versus really wanting to be help or become, you know, friends and so forth. But that's, you know, that, that makes a difference in the long run. I mean, for instance, and I don't know who's on which side of this, but it's like <laughs> you emailed me this morning and said, Hey, can I be on this summit? And I'm like, yeah, you can be on two. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the the but you can't, you know, you're not going to do that with every, every uh, person you just meet. Right. But we built that relationship over the years and it's just, you know, I think you and I were kind of starting to chat in some of the groups. We finally got on a call, right? And I think maybe one call and then you were on my first summit. Um, And then we've, you know, built that bond over multiple years now, but yeah, stuff doesn't happen overnight, but it's how it starts by just like, Hey, you know, can I help you do something? Can I, can we, you want to chat? You want to jump on the call? I, I don't even remember how it starts. I'm sure there's some in yeah, facebook messenger how the little communication went but it was kind of like hey we should jump on a call or something
1: but it was it was indirect, i think how we, we we met up i think we we probably knew each other and maybe some of the groups that we were in um and then it was just just a matter of maybe just uh like a personal kind of just hey what's up or whatever and then it just it just went from there organically and i think that's honestly it's not like, i would say wrong to like there's cold call kind of thing someone right because honestly i mean it is kind of wrong but people do it right a lot it, it it is wrong let me just let me dip that, let me make that clear because a lot of inexperienced people in business whatever that is what they do. is they'll reach out and they'll just they'll, they'll make pass that's the first thing they do right or they'll use a template to connect with someone who's an influencer or whatever and they don't know anything about the person whatsoever and then they like I have to, so they know the person and then they make the ask. So that's just, that's wrong. So it's usually 99% of the time when business, um, kind of transactions are, are made at the beginning. I would call it transaction, but it's, it's, it's that introduction where the collaboration starts. Is it usually, you can only do that on like a one, a one call or a one conversation where you, you already kind of know each other. You felt. Um, you've kind of you know a little bit about them, they know a little bit about you, and then there's um it, it, with each of you knowing what what each is good at or whatever, then you kind of well, maybe they need some help here, or hey, can I share your message with my with my audience because I know what you do is cool. you're the expert, and so it would really help them so something like that, a lot of that happens only when you develop a relationship and and the only way you can do that is is by connecting with them previously. And that could take years or could take weeks. But um, I think the longer the better because that, that friendship is longer. And like I said, it would be something that you would say, oh yeah, sure, you can get on my summit if we didn't have a relationship, right? So um, it just makes it easier for you because we've been on each, each other's summits before. Actually, I don't think I've been on my summit yet. But
0: <laughs> I've been on yours. No, because you, that was predated me. But um,
1: you know what? It's kind of, it's, it's like
0: back in the day, you you know, you're at a party and you want to meet this person across the room. You don't walk over and say, hey, my name's so-and-so. You want to go out, you know, on a date with me? It's like, no, we should, let's have a conversation first. And maybe that can actually, you know, you can go on a date maybe by that conversation, <laughs> but you at least, but now if you're in a speed dating situation, you know, you're both there to potentially go on a date. So that might be, but even then, usually, I don't know how that speed dating exactly works, but maybe you don't do it until later you take numbers or something. I don't know. But the point is, you know, because I, I can't tell you how many times I've had this, somebody friends me on Facebook. I'm like, I look them up, I'm like, well, I mean, they're in business, whatever. And I accept. And then within an hour, I get this, hey, how's your week going? Thanks for accepting. How's your week going? And it's the exact same one. And I can tell you, it's all from these guys that are like fitness guys that want to train on yours <laughs> online. And it's like, can't you come up with your own? I mean, I've seen the same thing. It's like, okay, gone. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and you get those template kind of thing is where now I get it. You know, um, whether it's an influencer or an expert or whatever, there are templates out there. This is how you can connect with people. But you got and they a lot of the good ones I'll say, but you've got to put it in your the way you speak. So it can be the verbatim and you've got to do the research on your the first. Yeah, let's have some Yeah, let's have some little yeah, knowledge you've got on to be the interested in, right? So someone, and I've had multiple, you know, emails and this happens every day and you get stopped and you're like, they don't know who I am, but they're not, sh- you know, it intuitively I just by looking at
0: the copy. Of- well, here's, here's another one. I love the success you get for your clients <laughs> and I'm like, what success are you talking about? Not that I haven't gotten any, but I know they don't know. It's like I, how generic of a statement, you know, but if you, if you, somebody says, Hey, I watched your interview with eric vanderhope and i love the fact that i mean i've gotten those or they're like god just eric was so funny and giggly And blah, blah, blah. i remember that was the very first summit somebody said that oh i just love that interview but you know it's different that means they watch something they know a little bit you know let's have a conversation okay so let's take us for example i mean we knew of it i recall distinctly that we we got in that very first zoom just to chat you're like hey finally get to talk to you well, that's because we had seen each other's names for six months or a year, probably in this, you know, couple of these groups. So, but now I suppose if people don't like other people and don't want to network, then that's one thing. But I, you know, for me, it always worked well because I just like meeting new people and having friends, you know, but, but, that that causes you to interact and engage.
1: Yeah, and to kind of go off what you said, uh, you like engaging, you like interacting. Um So a lot of authors um are... Introverts, right? I am an introvert. You wouldn't know it, but honestly, th- th- this is a crazy thing. So I enjoy helping people, right? Because if, um, when I see the satisfaction and the, their, their light, their eyes light up when they, they discovered something that, you know, I was able to tell them it's more clear. They understand. I get a lot of satisfaction out of that, right? So that's the part of me that is like, that's not the introvert. That's like, that's the extrovert where I'm, I really like to see the, the interaction. The, the introvert part is, is I enjoy going to conferences, but I don't. Right, I enjoy it because I know it's going to be a blast for me because I get to see people in my environment, the environment that I enjoy. And then I feed off my own enthusiasm because when I'm talking about stuff that I enjoy, I like line up like a freaking, you know, crazy. Right. So and so and it is like this this struggle because it's hard for me to go to these conferences um, because they're big crowds and I don't like big crowds. And I'm not the person really that. Just goes up to someone. Cause uh, again, I'm more an introverted in that way. But once I connect with someone, right? So it's just nuts. I had a good way. So yeah. So, um, people have to get out of that mindset. Yes, there are introverts, but if you really are passionate about someone and you get with a group of people that have the same passion, for the same topic or whatever that you're doing, then you, you actually forget about that introvert part of yourself. And you just, you just, you know, jump into it, you know, feet first, head first, whatever. On
0: that's funny because you can have this, in fact, I think most of the people that I follow, like Frank Kern, Jeff, Wong, I mean, all these guys, they're pretty introverted in person. Like Frank's like, he doesn't, if he gets one or two people around him at a group, he's kind of like, get away. But yet he's this, he's on stage and, he does, you know, he's on video. But the same with, that's how I am. I Those live events, they can be exhausting. Yeah. And I like talking to people, but I don't like this, you know kind of the obligation to kind of go and, Oh I got to go talk to that person. I got to go talk to that person, not because they're trying to talk to me, but just even just the energy involved and, and then, Hey, going to introduce yourself, man, that's tough. And that's why I always, I always did better kind of getting to know somebody from afar. Maybe I was on a sports team with or whatever you and I are in a groups um, that helps. But, you know, I think it, it shows a lot more when you're willing to give your, time and energy and thoughts and content for free, it's a lot more visible than you think uh, to other people what your motives are. And
1: and to kind of follow up with what you said about content being free. So I think I can pretty much say for for sure that I don't have like a ton of content on the web. My content is me. So what I do is I provide content, advice, and so forth in different groups. And then honestly, I don't do any marketing. So, so what I do is, is um, I do, I do, do a side hustle. So I'm a book publishing check, Okay. And I help, you know, people publish books. I have another career job. This, uh, i a water utility company and I, I make a reasonable amount of money. Right. So the fact is, is that I don't do any marketing. Okay. For my side hustle. Yet I make a reasonable amount of money that to me in my situation is all I need because obviously I have something else. So. And that's what's really, I think is important to know it is that I'm not out there just like doing the sales pitch and and getting, trying to get people in, which makes I shit in a low key way. But because I've been doing this, you know, a long time and the way that I've been doing it, it's all word of mouth and recommendations. So a lot of this just flows in and I generally, generally speaking, have the same amount and it increases every year of, of my sales, but I'm not, I'm not pushing myself out there. I'm just letting it happen. And I, I think. I'm hoping and I'm thinking that because of my authentic way of just doing business, that people are just, that if they enjoy us working together, then they're like, Hey, I know someone who needs to do, needs to do a publish, you know, publish a book. Hey, Eric so and so. Why don't you reach out to him? And that's how, you know, that's how my business or my side hustle works for me. Now it's different. It's going to be different for other people, but for me, that's how it works. I mean, this, this, it's such a powerful sales
0: process too. When you're like, I don't have a sales process. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think about it, it's like, oh, I want to I work with him because he didn't even try to sell me. You know, one of the things I used to do and not, not for the, not for the, this as a sales technique was just like, hey, I can do it for you, but I, it costs this much. Or I can send you a free book to do it yourself. So the only reason you should hire me is if you don't want to, you know, you don't want to have to learn it. You don't want to waste time. You want to just somebody to do it for you. And that, I mean, that was like, I just started doing that just to protect. It's just like, look, I can't take everybody. It wasn't like a sales tactic. That sold more things than anything I could imagine because people are like, oh, well, I do want you. I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to learn it. It, You know, and that fits in well with publishing, but but yours is more powerful because like you just said, probably is making people want to work with you because you're like, I don't have a sales page. I don't, you know, it's people reach out and then I I can help them. Besides the fact that you're probably terribly well, I know you're terribly underpriced for some, some of the <laughs> stuff you do. But, uh, you know, so that but people don't know that you don't have your prices anywhere. But uh, for your knowledge, people get a, a credible uh, experience with you. So, what's, um, you know, let's, where do you want people to go to find you, learn more about you, and read some of this great stuff? Because you've got a lot of other great uh, Yeah, um, after- you do have great content, by the way, and not just a couple things. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the easiest way to contact me is uh, just do a search in Google and just type in Eric ericbanderoop.com or just Eric Vanderhoop, right? And um, you'll find plenty of places to connect with me, uh, Facebook, it's, you know, Facebook, Eric ericbanderoop.com, Twitter, it's the same. And if they want to go to our website, it's Eric com. But yeah, it's just um, the, the way, and if I really have something to, like, part... Um, With your audience, I mean, there's there's a lot of different things, right? And and we really were able to just brush over a couple things. But I think ultimately, what's really important is just to show your true self, just to be as authentic as you can. And I feel that really will help. Like ninety percent of how you're moving through business, people will react differently. They'll they'll. It's like you can feel what they're. It's just you have a different feeling when you when you have someone who's not really he's not pressuring or she's not pressuring you in one way um, and people tend to to get that um, that feeling of oh yeah this feels cool and again too it's all about that relationship and, and building up engagement um, engaging with your audience doing it organically when it's done organically and people are watching from the outside looking in then they're more apt to hey this kind of looks like it was always talking about maybe i should i can reach out to this so it's easier for them to make the reach because they see this person that looks like at least putting on the appearance that they know what they're talking about. So yeah, um, we didn't talk much about, um, you know, marketing as far as, uh, long-term marketing or, uh, building a list, but those things are important. Build uh, an email list from, from the beginning because you need new people, right? You can't, you can't market to the same people over and over again. So by building a list and constantly building it, then you're getting new, new people into, into your um, space. And then the marketing thing is another thing. A lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of authors, they, they want to publish a book. They put a lot of effort to, they put a lot of effort to writing it. They put a lot of, a lot of effort to write while to publishing it. They do this quick release and then, yeah, and then it does the peak and then it drops because then they don't do any more marketing. You have to think that marketing isn't really like buy me, buy me, buy me. It's actually how can I help you? If you can find a way to help people and it's the book is something that can help them, and you share how that can help people; they'll be drawn to you. So yeah, so marketing is a long-term investment that has to be made. If you don't do your marketing, you're not going to get sales, and that's that's just the way it is. There's advertising, but that's in effect you're you're doing an active part in marketing the book by advertising or promoting, it, right? So it all goes. If you, if you stop the advertising or you stop the promotion, again sales go down. So you just have to authors I know they hate this this. Oh, I got a bark at my book and I know the sales it. They're not in and out of that mindset and put themselves in the thing into see that, well, how can I help my reader? And by, by doing that, it's going to help them answer questions so that when they do share their message to whoever, they people will be drawn to them. And then that will, that will end up becoming a sale. So it's thought fast, but it's, it's like, you know, the turtle and the hare, you I know, mean, we could start first. So, um, well, I, so, it,
0: good. It, I was just going to say, like, I, I think. You know, one of the things you're kind of tying in here, and this is, I've been through this myself, but you know, you mentioned it earlier about kind of the, the, you didn't word it this way, but you know, kind of this desperate, Hey, I need you or you buy my book every, you know, my books on sale today that those posts on Facebook. I'm like, how many of those have ever sold any books? I don't know, but you, what you're talking, what you're describing is, you know, it's a long game. And you know, if you're just, if you're authentic, yeah, it's still going to, it's going to take some time. None of this is done overnight. I don't care what story you hear; just because you didn't hear somebody yesterday, and now you did today, they're not overnight success. Almost everybody, you know, whether they say it or not, has spent years building this, and you can do it, and everyone can do it, and should do it. But this rush to like, and that's that's the mentality you're talking about. I got to hurry up and get this influencer to be my friend so they can help, or I got to get this person to buy my book, you know, or or whatever. But when you just start sharing. That's how my relationship with you started. It's just like, this guy is the most giving guy on the internet, you know? That, that was my, you know, feeling. And so that's what attracted me to you and that's what's gonna attract people to you who are watching this today, so.
1: Thank you, Ray.
0: You're welcome. So uh, everybody, Eric, the link will be below, but ericvanderhope.com, you can check it out. There's, he even has the seven things on there. We'll put a separate link for that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for your platform. It's fun points and uh, Eric. Thanks again. This has been amazing, and everybody. We will see you on the next session.
1: Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Ryan.
0: Hey everybody, thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know Abraham Lincoln once said, if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe that's what this podcast is meant to do that's also what we do on our site our companion site ray.fm so check us out there and sharpen your axe increase your influence
1: income and audience we'll see you next time